It must be sugar may contain some language in which our listeners may find offensive. Discretion is advised. Hey guys, it must be sugar here. Let's talk. everyone i would like to begin by thanking you for stopping by and tuning in to the premiere of the it must be sugar podcast i am glad i've been blessed with the opportunity to have a platform in which i can discuss a variety of different events and topics especially mental health in which i hold close and dear to my heart Throughout the season, you will hear some of my family members and some of my friends. And may I say, they can be an interesting group of people. You will also hear from professionals who are instrumental throughout the black mental health community. As I mentioned before in the teaser, I'm a social worker with over 10 years of experience. I was born under the Caribbean sun by the way of the U.S. and British Virgin Islands but also raised in a concrete jungle as a native New Yorker. We'll get into that later on in the show. Let's talk. It must be Sugar here with Sugar's Faves. This is a segment where I put you on to some of my favorite moods in fashion, entertainment, and other vibes. Let's talk. Hey, it must be Sugar here with Sugar's faves for February. The Sugar faves I would like to talk about is my DKNY fanny pack. Yes, yes, I know, fanny packs are back. But my DKNY fanny pack is leather. It comes with a zipper. Um, The fanny pack worked wonders for me in Cuba. Check. It worked wonders for me in London. Check. And it worked wonders for me at the Beyonce concert. Check. Check. And more check. If you want more info, follow me at Instagram at it underscore must underscore be underscore sugar. And also on the web at itmustbesugaroneword.com. Thank you for stopping by Sugar's Faves. See you next month. Hey, it's showtime. And if you're from New York City, you know just what I mean. Subway Chronicles, let's talk. Hey guys, it must be Sugar here, and today on Subway Chronicles, I have my sissy poo, Coco Lamel. She will be joining us today, and actually, it's going to be her story that we're going to hear today. So, sissy, take over. Picture this, actually. You're coming home from a long long day from work, and you're tired, you know? So this is when you see, like, the bizarre and unusual things. So I'm on a train, and this girl came in, I think, I believe it was a 69th Street. She walked on a train, and a guy came in after her, an older gentleman, and sat, like, two seats, two seats away from her, and she sat across the way from me, mm-hmm. right? So he um, sectioned himself, he positioned himself to look at her. Right, so I'm there looking at him because he seemed kind of, you know, weird, like a little bit bizarre. Like 
out of the norm. So he had on these glasses. The glasses look like he took them from Lawrence Fishburg from out of the Matrix. You know, from what I got from this person is like either the blue pill or the red pill. <laughs> I was like, uh, should I take the blue pill? So he um, took this paper out of his pocket, this yellow paper, and then unfolded it. And in the process, he took out, you know, his phone. And his phone was a flip phone. Uh, I said, do they really still make those things? So I'm like, okay, let's see where this is going to go. So he opened his flip phone and started dialing numbers. And it's like, so I'm like, okay, the phone still works. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. He was in the tunnel or on the platform? I was in the tunnel. We was... It was in the tunnel, in the process of going in the tunnel. Oh, wow, you had service? Yes. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you know, like the phone, you know, it works, all right. So, because I was still shocked there was a flip phone and it works. So he, you know, it was ringing or whatever, so he hung up the phone. So he, like I said, he positioned himself to face this young lady. And he told the young lady, he was like, you know, you're very beautiful and everything. The lady's like... Uh, okay, like, thank you, and turned her head. <laughs> so I started laughing. So we made eye contact. Me and the young lady made eye contact, and we were having a conversation with our eyes. Like, girl, you see this guy? What is going on with this guy? Whatever. So he had a black trench coat on. So that day, this particular day, was really cold. And I was like, girl, looking at her, like, girl, you better come sit over here before, you know, something happened, you know, because I'm like nervous Nelly type thing. So I'm like, girl, you better come over here. And then she just is standing there stuck, like, I don't even know if I should get up or I should stay. So she ended up staying. So he was like, can I get your number? But in the process of asking this question, tell me why the guy phone rang. Oh, wait. Oh, he was getting incoming calls. He was getting incoming calls. So the funniest thing was, so he answered, so he went, he answered the phone. He was like, hello, John? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't talk to you right now because you know why? I'm in the emergency room right now. But I'll call you back. So I guess the guy was like, okay, you're going to call back? He was like, yeah, I can't talk to you right now. I'm in the emergency room. I'm in the emergency room. Right? I'm in the emergency room. I'll call you back. Click, click. Slapped down his phone. So he was like, So what's up with that number, girl? Ooh, everybody needs love. Me, this guy that was sitting next to me, and this other um, lady across the way, we looked at each other, and we looked at each other, and we looked at him like, Girl, bye. So the girl was like, now, this is it. Now, this is where we got to stop. So she got real, you know, uptown. And she was like, this is where we got to stop because we're not going to be doing this right here. So she gave him some words. The guy looked at, um, well, I don't think I want to talk to you anymore because you're rude. So I'm looking at the guy like, you know, it was like really ridiculous. So he had this plastic bag tied up. And I observed that he had a wristband around his wrist. So I'm like, I wonder if he just came out the mental health, um, like the mental health hospital. I guess he's, you know, damn safe to society. So, you know, things like this happens on the train. So this is what you gotta do every day when you come home from work. You gotta be careful who's sitting next to you, who's standing in front of you, who's standing beside you. You either have to have eyes in front of your head, back of your head, side of your head, the other side of your head, on your chest, on your back. You know, it's really ridiculous, but it is what it is. What is this, New York City? We call it a day. Yeah, the belly of the beast. Beast. <laughs> 
thank you so much, Coco Lamel. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my first episode of Subway Chronicles. Bye. See you next month. It must be Shuggy here. In the month of love and black history, I want to talk about compassion and empathy. And where is it? Recently, I've been on social media and I've been noticing a number of memes and jokes floating around about federal workers, TSA workers to be exact, regarding the furlough. This is heartbreaking because it shows that many people are geared to function in this I slash me society mentality. If we would look at the bigger picture, we tend to forget that people's lives are put on hold while they have to show up and be present to take care of this country. It's disheartening that anyone would bring themselves to make fun of this very real circumstance because we are all one paycheck away from being homeless. It can happen to you, it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. As a reminder, During the civil rights movement, black people and other allies outside the black community had to come together to combat the injustices that was taking place at the time. However, let's not overlook the people that have assisted in providing some relief during this time. For example, Chef Creole, which is a restaurant at the Miami airport, have been feeding essential TSA employees free of charge. I also know someone that works at LaGuardia Airport here in New York City, and they have reported that LaGuardia Airport has stepped up and began to feed essential TSA workers as well. Moving forward, how can we as a community show more empathy and compassion to each other in 2019 with everything that is going on in our country? Perhaps a good morning or a how are you today checking in on someone's well-being or providing them with resources to obtain assistance. You never know what people are going through. And now I leave you with the wise words from the late, great Dr. Maya Angelou. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. It Must Be Sugar here with the Would You Rather portion of the It Must Be Sugar podcast. This segment of the It Must Be Sugar podcast asks you, the listeners, for your opinion or point of view on various questions asked during the Would You Rather segment. Let's talk. Would you rather sacrifice your integrity or pride for someone you love? With me... I would sacrifice my pride because pride is basically a derivative of ego and selfishness. Relationships are built on the willingness to be transparent. You have to shed your ego in order to take on the many facets of a healthy relationship. Integrity is being honest and having morals and principles in which you stand by. And I would never want to sacrifice these attributes. Tell me what you think. I want to hear from you. Please leave your answers at it underscore must underscore be underscore sugar at Instagram 
and at it must be sugar at YouTube. Let's talk. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the It Must Be Sugar podcast. And remember to tune in every last Saturday of the month at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listen, like, sub, and follow me on Instagram at it underscore must underscore be underscore sugar and on YouTube at it must be sugar and on the web at it must be sugar.com. Let's talk. <laughs>